Chelek Chafbez. We're asking Hashem for a refor shalema for Harav Yosef Yisak ben Sima Chasia. As always, we have a very special sicha this morning. Um, I'm going to say from the get-go that there are a lot of uh, subtleties and um, nuances and complexities that definitely warrant um, learning it again, reviewing if, if if it's possible for you to do so. Um, it's it's really quite quite gorgeous and um, underscores through a um, an analysis. Uh, of the mitzvah of Sfiras Ha'imer, it underscores what what could be called a salient theme in all of the Rebbe's terror, which is and and all of the Rebbe's avodin and and what he asked of us, the enormous import of kayach atzmai, what we ourselves can accomplish through our kayach, and uh, right from the get go, the Rebbe said, "I'll be your Rebbe, but don't rely on me. I, I we're going to do this together." You're not going to just ride on my coattails. And um, this theme is very evident in, in this sicha. Sif Aleph. Mitzvah Svira Soimer. Sha'aleha nitztavinu b'parshaseinu. So regarding the mitzvah Svira Soimer, which we are commanded, uh, concerning which we are commanded in our parsha, in the pasuk usfartem lechem imachar sashabas, you should count for yourself from the day after, but here Shabbos means Pesach. From the day that you bring the carbon, until after seven complete weeks, and the count should be, you will count 50 days. In Yana, and the content of this mitzvah, in the opinion of many meforshim, um, the the um, those that explain the Torah and and those opaiskim are those who adjudicate based on the on the on the analysis of the words of the Torah, the content of of the count is hachana v'achshara lechag hashvuz matan seinu. It's it's the preparation. It's getting ready for shvuz, which is the time that we receive the Torah. And in the words of the Sefer Hachinuch, we have been commanded to count from the day after Pesach in 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 in, in the Gola in in where we are outside of Eretz Yisrael. It's this the day after the first day of Pesach, until the day that the Torah is given. To showcase the our soulful longing, our, our great desire and our great longing, to for the day for the for the awesome um, August day, and. We showcase this Billy Bainer in our hearts, Keved Yishavzel, like a servant who is yearning for the end of the day. Sail means the shade, like when the sun will already go down, when it will be shaded. And he constantly counts, when will come the longed for dying? That he will finally be able to be free. 
And this is the nature of counting. Because when you count down to something, it shows that this person's salvation and therefore his complete desire is to arrive at the time that he is counting towards. And that, and that is the, the defining feature of, you know, crossing out the boxes on, on your calendar, the countdown. So this above-mentioned concept, regarding Sfir Sa'imer, is relevant and is therefore represented in, in the halachas concerning Sfir Sa'imer. Like we find, so the above-mentioned explanation that Sfiras HaEmer is the preparatory steps that we take towards Zman Matan Tarasenu, because counting down shows just how integral and important what it is that we're waiting for is to our lives. This idea is brought down by a number of Paiskim, a number of adjudicators of halacha, Amongst the reasons they enumerate for why we don't say Shechianu on the mitzvah of Sfira Sa'imer. Ba'afal Pikain. And although we don't say Shechianu, and this is one of the reasons why, this is one of the reasons that's brought down by the Paiskim as to why we don't say Shechianu, the fact that it's simply preparatory, that it's not the Actual mitzvah itself, but on the other on the other hand, avopikein. Nevertheless, he he mitzvah. But on the other hand, it is a mitzvah. But different than, for instance, building a sukkah, upon which we don't say shechianu. Because we know that it's not the, it's it, it's just the preparation, or different from bir chametz, we don't make shachianu. But here, it is a mitzvah in and of itself, and true, it's not the consummate mitzvah that it was. And there's a, there's a whole discussion about it. it's midaraisa that we do it today but still, in all. Mivarchim al kiyuma, we make a bracha on it. Be'aser mizu, and even more. Habracha hi b'chol yaim. We don't make a bracha at the beginning of the count. We make a bracha every single day. V'loyid, and not only that. Elosh aidei spiras aimer shehi mitzvah al kol echad v'achad miyisrael through the agency of our count, which devolves the mitzvah devolves upon each and every person. The word lachem comes to teach us that every person must count. And through this, So, in other words, on the one hand, it's considered mitzvah. It's just a preparation for the mitzvah. On the other hand, it's a mitzvah in and of itself. And, and, and not only is it a mitzvah in and of itself, but the mitzvah of Shavuos actually hinges on the mitzvah Sfiras Haimer. Because Shavuos only is Shavuos after the count that is completed by each and every person. 
alpihanal so based on the above on this paradoxical nature of this mitzvah, which on the one hand seems to be only hersha mitzvah, on the other hand um, merits uh, a bracha and a bracha that's said every day and a bracha that's said every day by each individual, and it is a mitzvah upon which the mitzvah of shvuas hinges. In other words, building the sukkah hinges on the fact you have to sit in a sukkah. But here it comes out that Shavuos actually hinges on the sphere. So based on what we've said above regarding the kind of the gedar, like which which category does this go into? Is it hersher mitzvah or is it mitzvah? Yesh levar hatam so we might be able to explain the reason for why the Alter Rebbe placed Sfiras Aimer at the very end of his Siddur. Yadua Goidel Hadiuk Shalarbeinu Hazakim Beseder Becholin Yanov. It's well known that the Alter Rebbe was punctilious in how he ordered everything about his life. Ubefrat and especially Beseder Hatvila and especially in the order of prayer. Because what's a siddur? A siddur is all about order. How to order the prayers that have to be said a whole year. And so it's understood, and so we understand that when it comes to Al-Tarebbe siddur, it's exquisitely precise. And you can further appreciate and 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 um see the precision of the order after you compare it with the order in the Siddur of the Arizal. Because the Alter Rebbe based his Siddur on the Nusach of the Arizal. However, the Rebbe says, Asher Harizal In the Siddurim of the Arizal, the Rebbe says that I saw, that I looked at, Hasiumhu loy b'sfiras oimer kim bekavonis shminiatzeres v'simchastayr. The Arizal did not end with sfiras oimer like the Alter Rebbe did. But rather, he ended with the contemplations, the mystical contemplations surrounding Shmini Atzeres and Simchas So the Alter Rebbe did everything precisely, especially Siddur, which is based on the word Seder. It's all about order. It's all about how you order the Hamshachis, the way in which you draw down the heavenly effluence. And especially, it's interesting that Alter Rebbe bases his Siddur on the Arizal Siddur, and yet digresses from what Arizal did, and ends with Sfira Saimer. Now, on a simple level, we could explain why the Alter Rebbe changed the order from the way the Arizal ordered it. Because the Alter Rebbe ordered his his Siddur for everyone. He wanted it to be something that 
every person can access the like Harizal which is different than the Siddur of the Arizal that was ordered for very special people, for exceptional people. And it's well known, in addition, and that's why the Alter Rebbe did not include in his Siddur all of the mystical meditations and contemplations that the Arizal placed in his Siddur. Because the Arizal wrote for for the exceptional, for the anomalous. Whereas Al-Tarebbe presented something that was nefesh, that would be accessible for, for everyone. And therefore, one of the features of the Al-Tarebbe's Siddur is we find that that which happens with great frequency, that which, which occurs constantly, precedes that which occurs only on occasion. And in the category of that which does not happen constantly, but rather mitzvahs that happen only once in the year, so in the category of mitzvahs that appear that, that are done only once a year, they appear in the Alter Rebbe's Siddur in the order of the year. Chanukah, then Purim, then Seder Karban Pesach, then Haggadah Shal Pesach, That's the logical sequence. Omnam, however, but because the Alter Rebbe put together his Siddur in consonance with what the Paiskim of Halacha taught, and at the same time, he also explained and clarified it in accordance with the meditations offered by the Arizal. Although he did not include all of these contemplations and all of these meditations, because he did not want this to be a siddur that would overwhelm the rank and file Jew, because the Siddur was geared towards those who would not be able to meditate on these secrets, practically speaking. speaking. So because Al-Tarebbe ordered his Siddur with all of this knowledge in mind and with all of these considerations, both the Nigla and the Hasidus, Move on, it's understood. So therefore, we must know that the order of how things appear in the Alter Rebbe Siddur is not just a logical sequence, although we can discern a logical sequence. But rather that the order reflects a whole corpus of knowledge, both Nigla and Hasidus, and that informs the order. So there's nothing stam about the order, and therefore the, the Rebbe wants to say it's so instructive where the Alter Rebbe puts Sfirah Sa'imer. Based on this, we might say, 
שהטעם שמקוימה של ספירס האומר בסייף הסידר, that the reason why ספירס האומר appears at the end of Alter Rebbe Sidder, הוא משום שבמצווה ספירס האומר, בהדגושה יסירה התוכן והנקודה האיקריסט עניין התפילה. That the Alter Rebbe placed it at the end of his Sidder because it is דווקא through this mitzvah, that we see an extraordinary focus on the central theme of tefillah, both alpi nigla the alpi site, both in the revealed and in the, in the esoteric aspects of ter. So we know we have a rule, hakal hailach achare hachitum, that everything is judged by the end. So Al-Tachabah places Svirus HaOmer at the end of a sitter, to broadcast to us and to showcase the extraordinary link between Sphira Sa'imer and the mitzvah of tefillah, generally speaking. And we might say, that the distinctive quality of Sphira Sa'imer, the way in which it is distinguished from all other mitzvahs in underscoring the central theme of davening, that this central theme and linkage between Sphiris Ha'imer and Tefillah expresses itself both in the Chefza, which literally means the thing or the item, or more expansively, the central notion or idea, of the mitzvah, and gavra means the person who is doing the mitzvah. You could also understand this as chefza being the objective aspect of the mitzvah, and gavra being the subjective aspect of the mitzvah, because it's dependent on and relevant to the person. So now the Rebbe says, in the in the coming seifim. We're going to amplify on this idea of how Sphiris Ha'imer has a spectacular um, connection to tefillah, most generally speaking. Gimel. Mitzvah tefillah hi kedivri harambam. In the words of the Rambam, what is the notion of tefillah? Mitzvah aseh lispalel b'chol yoyim. It is a positive mitzvah to daven each day. Shenemar, as it says, You shall serve God your God. Based on our Messiah, on our received tradition, we learned, the Chachamim learned, that when the Torah says you should serve Hashem, this is referring to tefillah. Shenemar, as it says, says, you shall serve him with all of your heart. Amru chachamim, our sages taught, zu hi avoida shebeleib, zu I'm sorry. Ezehu avoida shebeleib, what is considered service of the heart? Zu This is davening. Ubemakam acher, in another place, metah rambam is mitzvah, as mitzvah ase. In another place, the rambam describes this positive commandment, and uses the words to serve Hashem every day through prayer. 
one of the explanations in the exoteric realm on this idea that tefillah is the concept of service, the service of the heart, arises from the very terminology that the Rambam himself uses. And the Rambam says in Hilchas Tefillah, the fulfillment of the obligation of prayer is done in the following ways. Following way, a person should beseech and pray every day, and he should tell the praise of God. And afterwards, he should ask for his needs. He should he should speak to the needs that he that 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 are necessary for him. Vivakasha, with um, with with asking and with supplication. And afterwards, a person should. Praise and thank Hashem for all the good that has been bestowed upon him. That's the words of the Rebbe. And the explanation the Rebbe says, Mitzvahs can generally be subdivided into two categories. Mitzvah There are mitzvahs of action. Whether it's in an, a practical action, like wearing tzitzis, donning tefillin, etc. Or, or it's a mitzvah that is, that is enacted through verbal expression, which is considered a small or minor action. In other words, maybe we could use the word a more subtle action. It's not as overt as putting on film, but it is very definitely a mitzvah that is fulfilled through the more subtle expression of articulating verbally. Like, like reading the Megillah, recounting the story of, of, of Levi Mitzrayim, etc. So, the first category are mitzvahs of action, whether they're an actual action or the action is more subtle in, because its expression is verbal articulation. Then we have a second category mitzvahs. And then we have mitzvahs that are obligations of the heart's emotions. Ka'ab Hashem, Yiras Hashem, like loving Hashem, and being in awe of Hashem, b'chulei, she'inyanon kavonas v'regesh ha'adah b'machshavtai b'libay. And the content of this mitzvah is the intention and the emotion of the person in his thought process and in his heart. U'mitzvah sa'tfilah misyachedes b'zeh, and the mitzvah of tfilah, of davening, stands out 
or is singular in that that although there is an obligation that the tefillah should be articulated and and let's just remind ourselves that there are other faith communities lahavdil where the tefillah the, 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 their prayer is not articulated audibly pray in your heart you pray in your mind but the rabbi says but by us tefillah there's a chiyuv that it should be articulated audibly. But at the same time, he named Maisaha Mitzvah de Tfilahu. But at the same time, the action of Tfilah is that a person should, should implore, should supplicate, and pray every day. And the Rebbe is here citing the words of the Rambam. And when you use the word mischanin, which is a very a word of, of deep, heartfelt, gut-wrenching supplication, and so it comes out that fila is 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 in a category of its own. It stands out as having, yes, a, a, a action expression, that is the articulation of the tefillah, but the mitzvah itself is really predicated on what's going on inside us. And although there are a number of mitzvahs about which it says that you need to have kavana in order to have fulfilled your obligation to do this mitzvah. And if you did not have kavana, you did not fulfill your obligation. But the Rebbe says, although there are those mitzvahs, but even in those mitzvahs, where the fulfillment of the mitzvah is predicated on having the kavana, the kavana is still another layer upon the mitzvah. It's not the mitzvah itself. Aval b'tfila, but when it comes to prayer, shel hatfila, the very chefza, the thing of 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 the mitzvah, who mischanen umispala. It's it's to beg, it's to implore, it's to beseech. And like we see, the Alter Rebbe says, and afterwards, after you dive in this way, then you should ask for your needs. And therefore, and therefore, there has to be the preparatory stage. A person has to clear his heart of all other thoughts and see himself like he is standing before the Shekhinah, before Hashem's presence. And then he should come in prayer and supplication. And without the, the, the supplication part, without the singular focus, not only does the gavra, the person, not fulfill 
their mitzvah, but there isn't even objectively a mitzvah to speak about. Merely speaking the words is not in the category of tefillah. And this above-mentioned singular aspect of tefillah, the distinguishing factor of tefillah, that if you if you don't have the intention to really be davening, then you're not davening. That it is specifically through the knowledge and the focus and the intention that you create the very chefza of the mitzvah, the very item called tefillah. And without the focus and without the concentration, there isn't a thing called tefillah. This nimtza begoli besviras aimer. This too is found in revealed fashion in the mitzvah sviras aimer. Pasuk Rabbeinu Hazaken, al tereb paskent mutar lispar bechol loshen shemayvin aval im einam mayvin aloshen shaziper boy afilu suffer beloshen akaidish im einam mayvin lo yatsa. If a a person could count svira in any language. But if he doesn't understand the language that he counted in, even if he counted in Hebrew, if he doesn't understand, then he hasn't fulfilled the mitzvah. Because if he doesn't actually understand what day of the count it is, it's not called Sphere Saimer. It's not just about mouthing the words, articulation. I see something in the chat. Okay, so so Khani uh, in the chat puts the the gazillion gabillion dollar question for all of us, and I and uh, I don't want to like speak for everyone. I could just say that that for me, um, davening, formal davening, I should say, on a very regular basis, uh, only came more recently when um, when my children were older, and it's it's always a challenge for us. Um, but I don't think that the answer to your question, and I'll read Khani's question, in that case, most times that I daven, it's not a mitzvah. If it's so difficult to properly focus, is it then better not to daven according to this? Uh, I, I'm not a Pisic, but I think the answer to that question is no, vociferously no. And soon, um, the Rebbe is going to actually, it's, it's in Ha'ara 36, the Rebbe parses the difference between the general kavana and then the specific kavana. So I think, if I'm understanding this correctly, Chani, that if you have the intention to daven, you have the kavana to daven, then even if you're davening and your mind goes to the broccoli quiches that are going to be too burnt if you don't take them out, but they're not going to be cooked enough if you take them out too early, etc., etc. You know what I mean? Um, you're still doing the mitzvah. But if you're just mouthing words and you don't have the kavana chlalis, the general kavana of davening, then 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 there's no davening. There's no davening taking place. Rifki. 
Yeah. Even if you have Kavana in one puzzle, doesn't that take care of it? If yeah, you, look, look, if you look, get... yeah, look at the end of Ha'ara 36, the very end. Rabbi actually says, um, Kavana means you should understand what you're saying. And therefore, it's better for a person to daven in a language that they understand. Daven in French, daven in Flemish. And perhaps the Lushan that if you don't understand, it's nothing. Meaning that you, that you don't fulfill your obligation. Rabbi says this is talking about the general kavana and not understanding every word, meaning having a sustained kavana every minute that you dive. And this is something that's hard. And it needs more study. So it comes out from this aura that the answer to your question, Chani, would be no. That it doesn't have to be every single moment that, that, that you're davening, that your mind is entirely focused, which I think is a very high bar for all of us, but a general kavana already fulfills us. I'm going to read what else is in the um, chat to everyone in case you're on a device where you can't see it. And then it looked like Chani wanted to say something. Um, Mashi says it brings to mind the story of a man who spoke to the Rebbe about his lack of focus in davening. And the Rebbe said, so give yourself a zero for that day. And when you have a day of focus, you could put a one in front of all of those zeros. Thank you, Mashi. That's beautiful. I don't know. Uh, oh, this is Vivi. Can we use the muscle of finding an unconscious person and just burying them without trying to revive them or rather to try and revive them? Could we see our unconscious words as a way of keeping them and trying bit by bit to infuse them with oxygen, i.e. kavana? And uh, Vivi says, Mashi, where is that story? It's so powerful. Mashi says, I don't remember where or when I heard the story. Achan is saying through prayer, one has the opportunity to reconnect. Yet through spheres, you're given an actual action item through the spheres. We're going to go in more to um, comparing um, Chana, Tfila, and spheres. And if we don't hit on what you're referring to, please come back and tell us. Chani, did you want to say something? I just just think that this is probably the biggest reason that stops at least me from davening. I mean, I daven now much more regularly, but I think the thing that often is like, should I even bother is because sometimes you daven and then by the time you finished, your brain was everywhere else. So this kind of reinforces that yay to her. So I don't know. It's just an interesting um, I mean, I understand that, like, as long as you have the general idea that my point is that I want to connect to Hashem, that is obviously the goal. And even though maybe your list of what you need to do today is running through your head while you're davening, it's just interesting. Um, it sounds like from the Ha'ara that so long as you're not davening to practice your Hebrew reading, you're doing fine. But obviously or it's not social ideal. virtue signaling. As long as what? Or just davening because that's what everybody else is doing. So you're holding maybe. the finger and yes. you're mouthing yes. the words, but... Right, but at least, um, but at least like that would be a baseline. So, okay, interesting. So your Yetahar is going to have to attack you in a different way now because of the Ha'ara. 
Bahainu, this means she inyan mitzvah sphira ena ha peula de spheras hayamim dipor. Afal pisha sphira hayevisli is bedipor. This means now going, comparing this with spheras haimer, that the mitzvah is not in saying today is such and such day, even though it's true that it has to be articulated in speech. Ella yidiyas ha adam. But the mitzvah is in what the person knows. And without the knowledge and the thought process and the and the intention of the person, not only does this person not fulfill the obligation of sphira, but there's no it's not it's not sphere bichlal. In other words, not just does subjectively this person not fulfill their mitzvah, but there was no mitzvah. Because the, the, the very objective nature, the, the, the existence of the mitzvah is the knowledge of where you are in the count. Dalit. And so now we understand because the very existence of davening is brought into being through the work of the person, through their intention, move on, it's understood, first and foremost and most important, so the, the, the change that 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 the person experiences through davening and through the preparatory stages to davening is 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 most important the gambaze the lyrak bekhafsa da mitzvah yesh nekuda mishtafet latfila osfira saimer and so first in sif gimel the rabbi outlined for us how in the khafsa there is a singular connection between davening and Sfirah Sa'imer. Now the Rebbe is going to say the same thing expresses itself in the Gavra. Tfila prayer. She'ikra tefillah ha'amida. And we know that the most important part of tefillah is Shemana Esrei. Hi'amida sa'odam v'siyatsvusoi l'fnei kadosh baruch hu ka'avda kamei mari. Tfila is all about a person standing before Hashem like a servant who stands before his master. A person should see himself as he is standing before Hashem's presence. And then he, he taka can supplicate, implore, and pray, and beseech properly. And the person becomes a prayer. His whole Matthias becomes that, he, that he's davening. He becomes a prayer. When a person cleans his heart of everything else, and he stands in supplication and prayer before Hashem, he in this very act, he is transformed and he is elevated from his previous stature. And, and after he does this, 
he's in a completely different category in a different status. So davening effects a change and a novelty in the person who is doing the davening. The gam inin zem there, and this transformation in the person is also expressed in the mitzvah sphere saimer. Because every person who does this mitzvah says, after doing the counting, you commanded us to do this mitzvah of counting the days of the Aymer in order to purify us from our external negativities and impurities. Like you wrote in the Torah, etc. In order that the souls of your nation Israel should be purified of the spiritual pollutants. So we see that both in the chefza aspect of the mitzvahs, tefillah and sfiras ha'emer, the chefza, the very objective um, existence of the mitzvah is predicated on the thought process. And in the gavra department of the of these two mitzvahs, what's, what's distinctive and the same in both of these mitzvahs is the transformation of the person. This connection between the two mitzvahs, the, the change is affected through the person's avoida, both in tefillah and in sphera And there is yet an additional way. There, uh, on top of the ways in which we've talked about how davening is singular and distinctive, in that the very mitzvah itself is all about the person's mind space, you could say, and their heart space. But there's yet another way in which davening is distinguished from most of the other mitzvahs in the focus and the intention and the stated purpose or goal of the mitzvah. And that is, In most of the mitzvahs, the main thing is to do it. Yeah, and it becomes more consummate and more complete when you do it with kavanah. Maybe it's Gemar I think it's Gemar HaMitzvah Mitzvah Adam. And so when the person does the mitzvah and they have the kavana, that is the completion of their work. But a contradistinction when it comes to tefillah, on one hand, it's all about the person's avayda. It's all about their supplication and their prayer. Asking for the things we need, requesting them and, and, and begging for them and supplicating. 
Shakadish Baruchu Yimale Bakashasai, that Hashem should fulfill our request. The Ainze Dover Nisaf Mubarat Fila, Elazehu Teichen Kalmazat Fila. And this is not an additional overlay. This is the whole, the whole davening is about our headspace and our heart space, our heart space. Lishom es Hashem shetismale habakasha, to beg Hashem to fulfill our request. But on the other hand, simultaneously, the fulfillment of the mitzvah of tefillah is not at all connected. It does not hinge on the fruition of his request. But rather, irrespective of how, if, or when what the person asked for will actually come to fruition, the person's avoida and the person's tfila is completed when they daven properly. And this too is found in the mitzvah of the Aymer. Sfiras Aymer he mitzvah shin yana hachana bachshar lechagashvus lematan tayer kenal sifalf. On the one hand, Sfiras Aymer is a mitzvah that's all about preparing for matan tayer, as delineated above. Ubifrat al pibir hazayar, and we can especially appreciate the preparatory dimension of Sfira based on what the Zayhar explains. Shasfira Zayin Hashvuas, that the counting of these seven weeks, it parallels the, the, the Shiva Nikim that a woman counts. Shali Yisrael Mitarim Atzmam, Knesses Yisrael, Hashem's wife, purifies themselves, herself, in order to be united with Hashem under the Chupa on, on, on Shvuas. So that's on one hand. And, and at the same time, and on the other hand, is a mitzvah in and of itself. And we make a bracha. And like the Rebbe said, we make a bracha every day. And every bracha has hamshacha. It brings down effluence from above. And this is separate and apart from the mitzvah of, of Shavuos. Hainu. Meaning, the yearning, the pining, and the preparation, the, the preparation itself, this is something that stands for itself. And it's a very important thing. And it, and it, it purifies us from our, our spiritual pollutants. And this underscores the importance of our avoida in and of itself. It's almost like the Rebbe is saying, irrespective of the fact that there is shvuas or there isn't shvuas, you've already accomplished something huge through Svira Saimer. Vav. Yes. Yeah. I just want to stop for a minute and just clarify. I mean, it's not a question yeah. or anything, but 
The Rebbe is saying that the whole mitzvah and focus of tefillah is we should ask. There are three parts. First, you say, do the greatness of Hashem. Then you ask, and then you uh, say thank you, or whatever. I don't know if that's the brings down the beginning of the sikhar. But the entire focus, doesn't matter what the outcome will be, but tefillah is for us to ask. That's the mitzvah. It's interesting in relationship, because we're talking about getting ready, and the whole thing. It's interesting for relationship, how... But the Ebersha is saying that the ask element of relationship is the most important element in this, in the concept of tefillah I'm talking about. I'm not talking about doing things. Whatever. It's just an interesting concept that how important the ask is. And the most important element isn't the haidu or the thank you. It isn't the, the praise and the thank you. It's the ask. That, that's a remarkable I don't know. I don't know why it's uh, taking over my brain, but it is. Anyway. Yeah. I think no, sometimes also we, we ask, we're asking for something that the Abisha thinks is not so good for us either. So it's what he thinks is good for us, not not we think is the right thing. We're asking what he thinks is best for us. So it's an unknown, an unknown thing, really. I don't see, where do you see that it's all about the asking versus that it's about, what's the word? Betrina, like the, betrina, that betrina like, supplication is asking. Right, but is that, is that, does, does that refer to just the actual asking or does that refer to the emotional content behind the asking? I was reading trina as like, supplication is not just saying, oh, please, can I have? It means like, really, please, like from my heart, this is what I'm asking. So I was reading it more as like, it's something that comes from your heart. Yes, it is the asking, but it's not just saying like, I need this and I need that, but rather like I'm reaching out to you because you're the one who, I don't know, maybe I'm just reading into that. No, I think you're both right. I, I think if I'm understanding Esther, she can speak for herself. We're underscoring the, the avoida of coming before Hashem with emes and asking, asking though, asking. You have to underline that asking a million times. We think that asking is inappropriate many times. Am I asking too much? Is it right to ask? But the tefillah is connected to ask. I, I don't know. I find that remarkable. But and anyway, we go on. Sorry. No, I hear what Hani's saying. So I'm looking, I'm trying to look back. Hani, this is in the third paragraph, where the Rebbe is being mitzatet uh, from the Rambam. He's citing the Rambam. But what, what comes to my mind, it's interesting. It it um it brings it brings that 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 uh expression you know sometimes you use that expression that it's a subject in and of itself you know but here that's the Rebbe saying that the sphere is literally quite literally separate from Shavuos and based on and everything we've learned above, we can explain the difference between that Rizal Siddur and the Siddur of the Alta Rebbe. 
אף שסידר רבינו הזוכי מדויק ומכוון על פי נוסח הריזל. Although the Altarebis Siddur is based uh, with specificity um, and, and, and is intentioned and modeled on the Nusach of Ariz. And you can see the difference as underscored, Hamudgosh Tekef Bahascholis HaSidurim. You could see it at the very beginning of the Siddurim. So the Rebbe spoke about what was at the end. Now the Rebbe is speaking about what's at the very beginning. Psicha Siddurizal. The Arizal begins with meditations about the general rectification and elevation of all of the worlds. The great virtue of rising at midnight, as is well known. Alkain, and therefore and therefore a person should strengthen himself to rise at midnight at any night that he can, and to thus be included in the category of those who, who serve Hashem. So the Arizal starts with Tikkun and and the Al Rebbe starts with with Aved of Tikkun And the explanation in this is. Based on, on the innermost understanding of, of what Ariza was trying to do with his Siddur, that the Siddur was created for exceptional people who can have these Kavanais and um, bring together things that have to be brought together, mystically speaking. So in that rubric, Davani is not just about elevating the person, but it is also, and in the main, the goal of Tfila. From in, in this rubric, from the Arizal, is about redressing or fixing and elevating the worlds. And then when you when you elevate the worlds and, and you and you rectify the world, then this is the source from which can flow down all the spiritual and physical things that we need in this world. So everything else can be said and asked for, and you could do the supplication and the beseeching after you rectify and you elevate the higher worlds. That's mitzad, where the Ariza was coming from. And therefore, from the perspective of the Arizal, which underscores it underscores the avayda of each person, is not at the end of the Siddur. It's not showcased in a way that says, this is the end because this is the essence. No. It appears earlier. And after Sphere Saimer comes the Kavanais for the different Yamim Taivim. And 
And these kavanas speak about how to bring down in complete fashion um, the effulence from above and, and bring it down the way it has to be brought down in this world. That's in the Siddur of the Arizal. But juxtaposed upon this is a different model, the Siddur of the Altarebbe. That was specifically put together for every person to be something that is equal for each person. This is very important. All the secrets and all the mystical intentions are not found in revealed fashion, but we have to know that in the, that nusach are included all of these secrets and all of these kavanas, but they're not they're not found on the page. So the Alter Rebbe established his the seder of his seder in a way that underscores avodas adam ukenal baruch and as we said above at great length shehein hachefsa detfila vehein alias adam the gavra heim inyan shel avodas adam and as as the Rebbe outlined and underscored in previous seifim that in tefila and in sfiras ha'imer the distinguishing factor is that the very mitzvah itself is all about the person's focus and intention and also in the way that the person is affected in the subjective aspect, it's all about the Vedas Adam. And for this very reason, and, the, and therefore, the Alter Rebbe begins with speaking about the importance of, of Tikkun Chatzais. Because through doing Tikkun Chatzais, a person uh, becomes included in the category of people who are serving Hashem. And therefore, he doesn't end his Siddur with um, things having to do with the holiness of the holiday, which is something that a person has no control over. But rather he concludes which is all about, which is completely about the avoida of the person. Zion. Now the Rebbe says, but a person might push back to this. A person might think a person might make light of the power that he or she has and might say, what, with my simple, pithy, I actually have the power to affect change in all the Eilamites. And so to answer this question comes the Indian of Sphiris Eimer, who Madgishan underscores, 
that it's dafka through this that we can appreciate and recognize how powerful and efficacious is the avoid of every person, more so than in other things. In general, the establishment of the Yamim Taivim relies on B'nai Yisrael sanctifying the time. Avol in Dafka, but it was specifically done through the Beistin. B'kiddush HaChodesh shall Beistin. It was done through the month being established, the, the first of the month being established by the Beistin. V'ilut filaseim shall B'nai Yisrael b'meshach haragolim hein toitzah mizah. So what do B'nai Yisrael add to the Kedusha of the Yom Tev? Through their davening, they, they add a Hesafa in the Kedusha of the Yom Tev. But our tefillah and our keeping the Yom Tev is an outgrowth of the Beistin having established Rosh Chaydesh when it did. So that's Yom Tev. And how much more so this is when it comes to Shabbos? Well, there's a B'Shabbos. And Shabbos, which is completely established in transcendent fashion, not even by the based in, what do we add? We add in the sanctification through our tefillahs, through making Kiddush, etc. But when it comes to Sfiris Ha'aymer, it's a whole different category. Matzina, we find. That Shvuas begins, the Yom Tif begins based on the count of each individual. Because Shvuas is not dependent on establishing Rishchidesh. And as we know, it says clearly, that Shavuos could sometimes be on the 5th of Sivan, sometimes on the 6th, and sometimes on the 7th. It depends on if the months are Malay or Chaser, if the months are 29 days or 30 days. But it is always And by the way, this is why people are so attentive to crossing the date line, right? Crossing the equator, because <laughs> you have to have 50 days and you don't want to be celebrating Shavuos at a different day from everybody else. And in a few ways, and for instance, in the way in which Halacha treats the second day of the Yom Tiv of Shavuos, Yom Tiv Sheni Shel Goliath, the second day of Shavuos has an even more strict halacha than the other second days of the Yamim Tevim. Because the Yam Tev is not based on something that has an inherent doubt. And that is, was Rosh called on the proper day? But rather, it's based on something that is for sure, that is certain. And that is that 50 days were counted. And so 
drawing all of these parallels between Sphiris Aimer only underscores the tremendous place that the avoida of each person has in tefillah. In Yana shel hatfila ene rak lahamshich lamata baylam hazes mashik fayeshna lamayla bisharsha makayre. Tefillah is not just about a providing a conduit or an avenue through which that which already exists above can come down in this world below. And by the way, this is a chiddush in Chasidus over other and, and Chasidus Chabad over other Chasidus that it's not just about being mamshech hamshacham, but it's actually yihi ratzayin. It is, as it were, the ability to create a new will in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That doesn't already exist in the source. And to bring it down, to bring down this new and novel desire by Hashem, to bring it down in a way that changes creation. In, in visceral, physical ways, like that somebody who's sick should be healed, that the rain should come down from heaven to earth, and that the earth should sprout forth its bounty. And this is different. This is in contradistinction to Torah Mitzvah's Bechlal. Ain't kol shinui Bechlal so when when you when you put on tefillin, you're not changing the cloth by putting it on your head. In other words, you're not effectuating a novel, uh, a transformation, like you are in tefillin. And through the explanation. Of the innermost understanding of tefillah, as Al Tareb explains it, we can understand even better the connection between tefillah and sfiras ha'imer. Rabbeinu Azaki mevar belkuteter. The Al Tareb explains in the kuteter, shehatfila ena nimnes b'minyan tayeg mitzvus. That tefillah, the davening, is not counted in the in the count of six hundred thirteen mitzvahs. because of its overarching nature, because of its undergirding nature, tefillah is the intention of all Torah and all mitzvahs. The hua amud hamikayim kol mitzvahs dugma dugmas This is the pillar that sustains all of the 613 mitzvahs, like, this, like the spinal cord that sustains the entire body. The main Indian of tefillah is that the infinite light that is above and that hovers above hishtalshlus, above the chain of devolution into this world and is not contained by anything and by any measure, this 
infinite, unending, untrammeled light, Yum Shachlamata, should be brought down below, Beseder Hashdal and should actually be brought down in the chain-like devolution in, in this world, in its parameters, in its delineation. And the 18 brachas of Shemun Esrei, even though technically we have 19 now, but in some places it says when Mashiach comes, we won't need Lamal Shinim anymore. So in the Yudches brachas of Shemun Esrei, heim kelim laham shachalamata. So each one of the 18 brachas become a conduit, a vessel, to bring down this infinite light. That the sick should be healed, that, the, that our year should be blessed. And we might say, And again, and again and again, drawing parallels, this singular quality of tefillah is also underscored in singular fashion in the Avaidas Fir Saimer. Like what we say in the Tefillah, that everybody says right after they actually count. And we say, and through our count, should be. Um, it should be bestowed a bountiful light in all of the worlds. And this parallels, this is in the same paradigm as what we said about tefillah, which is bringing down this infinite light into all the worlds. And then we go on to say, and also to fix our souls, Viruchasenu in our spirits, and Shmasenu in our our soul, Mikol Sig Upagam, from every flaw and from every stain. Hainu, Shaham Shacha Haklolus Shefarav, that the general bestowal of this bountiful bestowal, Nimsheches Bipratim Bekalim comes down in 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 more detail in subsidiary form in the particular vessels of every day and then it comes down and it comes down to change us just like what we said above about fila and through engaging in the halachas of Spiros Aimer and speaking about its the Indian of Spiros Aimer, Ali Dekiyam Mitzvah Spiros Aimer, Ubeshleimus Haifsharis Bismanazeh, and through keeping this mitzvah in the most consummate fashion that we can in this day, Shehu Zechel Mikdash, which we do at, to remember the Mikdash, Kailal Haesek Bahalachas Firas Aimer Beniglo Primis Hatera, inclusive of engaging with the Halachis, both in Nigla and as understood through Primis Hatera, Nimaher Eskium Hatfila, Takev Achas Firas Aimer, we will hasten the fulfillment of the prayer that we say right after Firas Aimer. May Hashem return for us the Avoid of the Besamikdash in its rightful place. We will be able to fill this mitzvah as we once did. 
speedily in our days. May it be. That's our sicha for today. Thank you. Um, I just want to, um, this, when I learned the sicha, I all of a sudden understood um, when, when, when Kahas redid the Siddur um, a few years ago, more, in, in more recent times, Sphere Sa'imer was moved to after Myriv, where I guess it's very practical, pragmatically, it was moved there from, from the back of the Siddur. And I remember hearing people talking about this very, uh, with, let's just say, very passionately. And um, I'm embarrassed to say I didn't really understand the the passion that drove that conversation, um, but but this allowed me to have more of an appreciation that the Rebbe begins the whole sicha by saying how exact the Alter Rebbe was Masadar Hisidr, and and now we 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 you know understand it's not just like the changes in the nusach and taking out words and adding words and changing the order and so on and so forth, but even just where it is in the Siddur, um, which which might sometimes seem like, okay, whatever, it's where it is. But the Rebbe unfurled for us a whole new level of appreciation and um, and also a link between Sphere Sa'imer and Tefillah that we might not have otherwise established in our minds. Rafi, can I say something really quickly? Of it's course. Fun. Nobody has to ask permission. <laughs> no, 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 I don't want to. Um... It seems to me that Sfiris Omar, when a teacher has a unit in a school, in the classroom, she's, she or he are trying to cover a certain amount of information in a period of time. And each day it builds on the next one and you have to have gotten the previous in order to get the subsequent lessons that you're going. It almost feels like with Sfiris Omar, Hashem is like a teacher in this and each day we're building towards um un- having an understanding of really accepting the torah and living with the torah and understanding it so each each of those lessons based on on the, the spheras feel as if it's almost like it's it's a unit because there's an end goal there's a why why it's sort of like what are we doing we're doing this today, and then we're doing okay. It's a very, very organized um, flow of information. Versus, the field doesn't doesn't have that same kind of quality to it. It's more of like the how. How does one approach? How does it? It, it, it seems like a different element, a different quality to it than what spheres home is. Is it, am I oversimplifying, or is or is there any? I mean, I, to me, it seems based on the sicha that the Rebbe is bringing out. I think how it's not about how you daven, and can you say the words as quickly as everybody else in shul, or can you? Um, be with the chazan or etc. But Dafka, it's all about what's happening in the inner landscape. And and in that respect, he's drawing the parallel with with Sphere Saimer. 
I, I, I didn't mean the how, meaning like, you know, the um, actual logistics. Oh, so I didn't mean the logistics. I meant what you're saying, sort of uh, the larger general um, sense of develop your development and your closeness to Hashem and everything else. I didn't mean this, the, the actual logistics of how you do it. I meant more of, it's just, it's just, it's different. There isn't sort of this actual end game at the end of, uh, of it in the same way that Spheris Omer seems but to But here's have. the thing, the Sikha, one of the novel features of the Sikha is that the Rebbe is underscoring for us that while on the one hand, Spheris Omer is only preparation, on the other hand, it's a mitzvah in and of itself. And and maybe, and, and here I might be lurching into editorializing, which I don't want to do and shouldn't do. Maybe this can inspire us, and I need to be inspired in this direction for sure, to continue to count even when we've kind of fallen off the cart, as it were, and we can't make a bracha anymore. Because the Rebbe is underscoring the, the enormous efficacy of the Aveda in and of itself. Right. Yeah. Not just the way in which it leads up to Shavuos and the end goal, but but Avoida as the goal itself. Right. In the same way, in the same way that the Rebbe says that when you daven, you have already completed your mitzvah of davening, irrespective of what will happen next. That's another parallel that the Rebbe makes between tefillah and Sfer Sa'imah. Okay, thank you. Um, Vivi is pointing out Hayyam uh, Yayim of Thursday. Wow. Vivi, do you do the Hayyam Yayim at the beginning of the week and then you do it again every day? That's like so impressive. No, it's just that um, I have Yud Gimel of every month because that's my birthday date. So, so you were looking already at it. Like so. I have Yud Aleph, yeah. Okay, um, so I'm looking at your gimel. You want to read it for us and, and make the link? Um, okay. I'll just read the English. Yeah. Um, Walter Ebbett once said during those years that he would say, short my mara, let me just get my glasses. Know what is above you. Know that everything above in the supernal spheres and partsufim, divine emanations and configuration, all derives from you. It all depends on man's service. So it seemed to me like that was, you know, part of the theme over here. And I just want to thank you also, besides the whole sifa, I think that point about what point is there in counting if somebody can no longer say the bracha, that's so powerful. That's a such a, but yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm such a failure at this mitzvah, but I'm still trying to, um, Try to do the mitzvah by 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 focusing on you know what what 
on what I can still do. We're um, taught today not to say failure. We're taught today I'm a work in progress. I'm, you know, it's a challenge, but I'm working at it. I didn't give up. Okay. Nice. I'm going to be more woke in the future. I There's some good woke stuff, actually. Yes, absolutely. Um, but yeah, you're right that it's all mala mala is mimcha. It's it's the it's the avoid of the person. It's a kaiyachatzmi. I just want to say one small thing that the Rebbe always talked about using technology in serving Hashem, which I guess we're doing every every Monday morning. But uh, I find the Sphera apps. I do Sphera Light, and it wakes up like the first. Right after the first days of Pesach, on the, the first night of Chalamoid, I don't have to do anything. It just pops up and starts making a lot of noise and reminding me. And some evenings, like I'll doze off without uh, counting Spira, and it wakes me up and reminds me. And I, I and Erev Shabbos, it reminds me to leave a note to count Friday night. So I put a little piece of paper at my seat for the Shabbos table. And I don't know how I could possibly have done spheres to Oymah without it. I don't know how anybody ever did it before unless they davened in shul every day. So that's my suggestion <laughs> for what it's worth. At least it works for me. You're absolutely correct. I guess it's like uh, this generation cannot imagine what uh, doing the Oymah without the app is like. Totally impossible. Could you put the app for Sphera? I have a different one, but it doesn't light up. Could you put it into the notes, the name of that app? Arith, you just mentioned an app. I'm going to look for the exact name. I think it's called Sphera Light, but let me look it up. Let me let me see what I can find. I'm going to look on my phone. Uh, Mine says Omer Counter. If you go to the app store, it just says Omer Counter. Sure. I have that one, but this one sounds more it's excellent. I'm and it reminds you it. if you didn't count, it, it'll take I'm it off. If you didn't count, it. when you can, when you can count with a bracha, when you can't anymore, and why, it, it alerts you to everything. You don't have to do a thing. I have put it right now on the um, WhatsApp group for our oh. share because then I have because it's a little complicated to write. I will I will type in like the name of it. But I don't know if that's good enough. It's, it says by me, Sphera Light. Okay, thank you. But I put it. I put a, a link in the other thing in the chat if that helps anybody. Yes, um, thank you so much. Underneath it, it just says Sphera Light. Oh, I'm typing in. Yeah, it is. Thanks. Hasidus teaches us that Sphera is also Milosh and Sapir, illuminated, luminous. So. Abisha should help that we should have an illuminated week till we meet again. All good things. It should be Mamshech, all good things with the tremendous Kayach Atzmai that the Rebbe reminds us that we have. Amen. Thank you very much. Maybe that's why it's called Spira Light app. It's yeah. light because it doesn't contain all the features, but yeah, that's true. <laughs> Except it's, it's not light. Oh, I typed it wrong. It's L I T E. Yeah, yeah. It's written S L I T A E. It's not light like lights, but yeah, spirit does mean light. But but the one I have is light as opposed to their, I guess, full program, which has more features and probably costs money. And this one's free. But yeah, 
we definitely need light. Thank you so much for, for lightening our morning. Cold to everybody. All the best. Thank you.